I know what you're thinking. She did it. She said, this is the piece of content you will be getting next. And then she followed through. You know, sometimes, sometimes things go right as rain, as planned. Here it is, guys. We finally, we're finally like getting somewhere content-wise on this little sub stack that could. Uh, all of that is a lie. You are not getting the next episode of the Supper Club Report right now. You will be getting that soon. But uh, I did... I did want to obviously give y'all a podcast sooner than later. Um, Things here, things here at the old SP factory. Wouldn't that be wild if like sick palette was a factory? What would, what would we produce physically? Like Frisbees that just say sick palette on it? I don't know why my mind went to Frisbees. Frisbees, you know, if you turn it around, that's a plate. And that's getting closer to what I'm mostly known for, which is food, which you have on a plate. So my brain is broken because uh, it's a busy, busy, busy week here, okay? This is the first week uh, of the monthly dinner series that I have been working on with the incredible nonprofit slash farm slash event space. Um, Truly, truly such a magical place uh, that I'm partnering with the training kitchen. So me plus the training kitchen, we, we both were like, hey, let's throw some fucking cool dinners with one of a kind menus every month. And uh, let's, let's just Throw our hat in the ring and see what happens. And you guys are amazing. We are fully sold out, booked uh, past June now. So um, July tickets are available. We have also um, expanded the seating for July because um, we were we were just getting sold out pretty quickly, and I realized okay, we need to we need to add some some more seats for people. So July is available. Um, I'll have that link down low. Anyways, this is our May dinner that we're working on. And uh, everything starts tomorrow. But I was taking a little break from prep. And I was like, you know what? Let's, let's get some content out there. Let's make sure this sub stack is sub stacking. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... The Supper Club Report, that is still coming uh, with the Chetinade Marinade recipe for paid subscribers that is happening. Um, I will get have more updates for you pop-up-wise if you're in the Austin area. Um, some exciting things are happening. So uh, I apologize, but please, please, please know that that is in the works. Once, uh, once I'm able to get through... Uh, this week and and just sort of take a look at my editorial calendar, aka a Google Doc, where I I just sort of write harried notes to myself. Very sophisticated system here. Um, but what I've been doing, uh, because I have been wanting to make sure that I'm I'm getting content out to y'all in a more like consistent way, is 
uh, I've been kind of recording myself whenever an, a rant hits me. Um, so, like, you're not getting the Supper Club report, but you are still getting um, a little bit of an unhinged moment from me. Uh, and because of capitalism, baby, I recorded it for you. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about in this particular 15 minute rant, I'm talking about essentially, uh, espresso martinis, truly a a bane on our land, a cursed, a cursed drink, uh, that becomes even more cursed, uh, because of a new viral trend. And I recorded it sometime last week. And, um, yeah, enjoy. That is uh, unfiltered, unedited. Uh, I recorded it and then, you know, trimmed the beginning and the end of it. And then it's it's just there for you. So hope y'all enjoy. And uh, I think... I think we'll start calling like these particular podcast episodes maybe like off the cuff, sick palette or something like that. I've I've got a the branding. We're we're doing it. We're doing everything in front of you, okay? Um <laughs> y'all know that we don't do anything behind the scenes here at Sick Palette. <laughs> Enjoy, and I will talk what to you. What I want soon. to talk about today. I'll tell you what I wanted to talk about. So on my Instagram a couple days ago, let's say, I, uh, I posted, uh, I think the tasting table had like a, you know, like they, they'll advertise like whatever article randomly on Twitter. So as I was scrolling at the hellscape of Twitter, I saw, I saw basically, <laughs> A link to an article. Let me see if I can pull this up because I, I feel like I want to make sure I'm I'm saying I'm saying everything correctly here. Here it is. Tasting table. I tried the viral Parmesan espresso martini and it was a textural nightmare. That's the uh, article. So I posted on my Instagram and I said, "Media's in a good place," you know, being being a little rapscallion as you would. Uh, and I got I got a few DMs about it where essentially like either people were laughing or people were just sort of like defending an espresso martini, which it's it's like the problem with this whole like I tried the viral Parmesan, which means like there's grated flecks of Parmesan in your espresso martini. And then you say it was a textural nightmare. No shit, number one. But espresso martinis themselves are an abomination. To then add something else that doesn't belong in that drink, uh, it's it just it just sounds like a deep nightmare. So I wanted to do I wanted to do maybe like a quick ten on why we need to stop making bad drinks viral. And I'm not even talking about the Parmesan espresso martini. I'm just talking about the espresso martini. Now, as as most listeners know, uh, I I am a huge, huge fan of the Bravo universe, okay? I like watching my housewives. 
I like watching my Vanderpump rules. It's it's taking everything, every bone in my body to not turn myself into a Vanderpump rules podcaster. That's I, I simply do not want to talk about anything else in life. I feel like right now there's so many menus I need to keep up with. There's so much work I, I have to do every day and I do it. I do. But if I give myself a little bit of space, a little bit of just breathing room in my brain as I'm working throughout the day, I can't help myself but immediately start thinking about all Vanderpump rules all the time. There is, there is nothing that is more compelling or engaging to me. So uh, anyways, we're, we're now making it a, 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 a tight 10 on, on VPR, which it, I promised myself I wouldn't. <laughs> so anyways, uh, on basically every Bravo show, Everyone orders the worst drink possible. And I just assumed that they ordered this same stupid drink over and over and over because it's just like a sign of who you are, right? Like, it feels right to me that a lot of these shows, which is based in L.A., uh, and based on a, a certain kind of, like, this is the outside looking in, okay? So, like, this is no judgment on California or L.A. This is This is just, like... When people talk about Dallas, where I'm from, and people are like, you know, a person from Dallas, I know exactly what they're talking about. I, I can't take offense to that. You just, you understand what someone is trying to say here. So I feel like that all makes sense to me when someone is like, yeah, we're, we're doing a reality show in LA and every cast member orders an espresso martini. That makes sense to me. I'm like, uh, Sure. And and so I thought maybe we're not we're not all drinking espresso martinis, right? The whole country isn't lost its mind. But apparently the whole country has lost its mind. I see it now on just menus around. Just the fact that an espresso martini has taken taken hold of this nation is it to me, this is, this is the crisis that we need to talk about, America. Okay? This is something we keep letting, letting go by the wayside. <laughs> this particular abomination. And we got a lot of abominations in America. Um, but, you know, uh, once we fix... <laughs> once we fix racism, sexism climate change. I think we got to we got to take a stand. Take a stand against first off martinis. Martinis in general. Vodka martinis right off the bat are the most horrific things. Or so the, I thought. When I think martini, I immediately think gin because I feel like Martinis are essentially just styled alcohol in a glass. And if at the end of the day, you are basically drinking vodka out of a glass, I, I, I'm i not saying that drinking gin out of the glass makes you a better person. It's just like you've got a little bit more herbaceousness happening 
in gin in a cold glass than vodka in a cold glass. My God. That is hairspray, cold hairspray, hairspray in a glass. And then I heard like people are doing espresso martinis and I was I was like there's there's no way people are seriously mixing coffee and vodka together and and calling it a martini and serving this abomination in a martini glass but they are and people are drinking it all over TikTok doing different takes on it and apparently one of those takes is putting parmesan cheese in your espresso martini and i I typed in, in Google, Parmesan espresso martini, because I was like, okay, maybe tasting table, maybe that's, uh, you know, a one-off. When you Google Parmesan espresso martini, Wine Enthusiast Magazine, we tried the viral Parmesan espresso martini. The tasting table article comes up today, as in NBC Today, Parmesan espresso martini goes viral. New York Post, who cares? Oh, food and wine. Don't knock the Parmesan espresso martini before you try it. Are you kidding me? This is, what is happening? Okay, so I'm opening up this wine enthusiast article. Uh, They're talking about how espresso martinis, the iconic 80s and 90s libation. Also, I looked up the origin of espresso martinis. This is how you know this is like, a terrible drink. It was a drink that was made in the 80s. Apparently, it's the uh, origin story dates back into like this like club where a bartender in London uh, was making a drink for a model. This is like how dumb this origin story is. And the model was like, hey, I want a drink that's going to get me very drunk. This is the quote, quote unquote legend has it. Okay, before I Googled Parmesan espresso martini. I I googled espresso martini, but I'm I'm not going to like give you names or dates or any backing of an article. I'm just giving you off the cuff, eating a biscuit in bed off the cuff. You understand what I'm saying here? So, <laughs> espresso martinis apparently are their origin story is that some model was like, I want to get very drunk and I want to be very awake. She said this sentence in nine, in the 1980s in London. And so the bartender came up with this magical, terrible, terrible creation that is going to haunt the future of humanity for apparently an endless amount of time. Um, and now it, I wasn't, I wasn't bopping around in the 80s, you know, like, I was a baby in the 80s, so y'all can correct me if if I'm wrong, but I feel like in the 1980s, at a London club, if you wanted to stay awake as a model, quote-unquote, there was another choice cultural thing that you could have done. I just, that's that's all I'll say there, okay? <laughs> So anyways, that's the origin of espresso martini. The Parmesan espresso martini is exactly what it sounds like, okay? So essentially, um, its origin story is TikTok, terrible. 
But essentially, um, people like it because it's smooth and it, quote unquote, umami laced elixir. So essentially, um, the way you make it is you get really great Parmesan cheese. Ridiculous already. One slice of blood orange. This is the wine enthusiast um, recipe that's adapted by this restaurant that, that started this dumb drink. Two ounces of Parmesan Reggiano infused vodka. Uh, half an ounce of coffee liqueur like Kahlua. Jesus Christ. This, I'm, I'm trying not to throw up here. One ounce freshly brewed double espresso. Now, the part of this recipe that makes the most sense to me is the two ounces Parmesan Reggiano infused vodka. I get it. It's a fat wash. If you're telling me that you're infusing the liquor with Parmesan cheese and then you're clarifying it, I get it. It's like an olive oil martini. You're doing a fat wash. And that, you know, you're, you're using Parmesan Reggiano as the quote-unquote fat, and it's going to make a softer, more viable liquor. That is why people do fat washes, and that's why fat washes in a lot of mixed drinks are really, really popular. I, I stand by them. They're great. This is where you lose me, okay? So now you've got um, your infused vodka, okay? To make this Parmesan Reggiano infused vodka, according to wine enthusiast, four ounces vodka, one strip of blood orange peel, one tablespoon freshly grated Parmesan Reggiano, uh, and then uh, one teaspoon grated the rind of the Parmesan. I totally get that. You mix it all up in a mason jar, store it overnight, strain through a fine mesh strainer, and there you have a beautiful fat-washed liquor. I'm down for that. The part that starts to get a little bit wonky for me is when you're adding the Kahlua, the espresso, a fine. If we want to go there and, you know, the, the silkiness of the liquor mixed with the Kahlua and the espresso, fine. The additional shavings of Parmesan in your drink. And, uh, like, looking at these pictures, guys, of the Parmesan espresso martini, we're not talking about some flecks, like, a few little flecks that are floating in your drink, like zest. They're making your drink chewable. That sucks. We have to stop saying we're going to do anything with food. As someone who likes to do a lot of crazy things with food, we, we just have to decide, today I will not be having in the same glass espresso, vodka, and Parmesan cheese. I am better than that. And that's the problem with being viral as opposed to being good. I feel like quality doesn't, doesn't take any shape <laughs> in this conversation, okay? That just because something is viral doesn't mean you have to try it or it is good. I, I, that's, that's all I want the message to be. If Trust your gut, right? Because I get it. As chefs, 
We like to try things. We like to experiment. But cooking is a human quality that we all have. Cooking, imbibing, these are things that every human does. So I, I, am, I am begging the public and I'm begging chefs and I'm begging anyone else that'll listen to me. Just hold true to this in this new era of where going viral means your business is going to soar. Viral is not the same as good. I, I, listen, I, I think, I think I, that messaging is far too late, you know, but, uh, yeah, apparently the consensus on all the people writing about, uh, the, uh, Parmesan espresso martini is that the texture doesn't work and it's not good. And guess what? I would know that. I know that without having to taste it. And that's the thing. There's some things you just know instinctively. All right. 